right, and welcome back to Behind the Bar with Judy Rice. My name is Sam, and I'm here with Judy Rice. Big surprise. <laughs> that, was a, that was a good introduction, Sam. I love it. <laughs> I'm glad we're laughing right off the bat. We were talking before we started recording how we're both feeling just kind of out of it today. The weather is changing. It's getting colder, and we're both just, like, so zoned out. Yeah. I, I'm trying so hard to be on my game and and i'm I'm sure i am from somebody else's perspective but from my (laughs) from my own i'm like "Ah, ah, which way is up i i just am am completely feeling a little behind the eight ball even though i am on it i don't know right yeah so i was thinking that for you to make me feel better, you should tell me one of my favorite stories, which is you and your friends Monday morning, you know, rallies after <laughs> after a weekend at school. Yeah. Okay. This was just this was just not fun and not nice. Not I mean, bottom line, not nice. So I'm at the Joffrey Ballet School and we had to do these Monday morning weigh-ins, right? Oh God. And there are like 30 people in the class. And and it was just, it was awful because, first of all, we had to wear these baby blue leotards. Everybody, I'm sorry. That's just, uh. Anyway, I not hated the look. it. Not the yeah, look. no, not the look. Not the look. <laughs> <laughs> not the mommy. Not the look. So, we used to literally line up to have to step on the scale in front of our teacher and she would mark our weight down and, and, and you could just, and I loved her really dearly. She was really, a, she was really a great teacher and, and a fun, good human. But I mean, you'd gain two pounds over the weekend. And I mean, she'd give you this disappointing look, you know? And oh, so I'm, <laughs> I'm, at the, I'm at the front of the line and I've gotten the disappointing look and I'm off to the side and I'm already feeling terrible. <laughs> and I look and like 15 people down the line is my friend, Jamie, who still is my very dear friend, who, by the way, if you're at Broadway Dance Center, you should take a ballet class from her because she's super great at Jamie Salmon. And I see her and she's pulling hairpins out of her bun and throwing them on the floor. <laughs> Like, we're all, like, nervous and devastated about the fact that we're being weighed. And Jamie's, like, being funny and pulling the hairpin. I, we weren't really, we weren't really friends then. I think we had sort of had, like, one encounter, you know, where I had come. I I think I went up to her and I said, hey, you know, um, can I eat my lunch with you? You seem really nice. Because I was kind of scared of all the other girls. And she was like, yeah, you seem nice, too. Sit down. And, uh (laughs) But when I saw her pulling her hairpins out of her bun, I I was, I just thought, okay. And I said to her, I'm like, you are one of the funniest people I've ever met in my entire life. That is hilarious. And that is just, yeah, it's like almost cinematic, right? It's like, it could be out of a a comedy, like a movie, just like doing, like the hairpins are going to make a difference, but she's, they're, she's desperately ripping them out. Like it's going to be the make or break moment. She was like, I got to get them out before I get to the front of the line. (laughs) Oh, you know, which brings up, um, uh, you know, something I've been thinking about a little bit is that, you know, you just never know the friendships 
and the relationships that you're going to make <laughs> even in you know horrible situations like you're getting weighed every monday morning <laughs> <laughs> you know but then it, it 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 brings to mind too that you know we had such a good friendship and then i i had friendships like that at the national ballet school of canada too and you know i remember you know i always i felt a little like i was always the underdog in my class and you know that the other girls somehow i thought they were prettier or they were thinner or and um i thought how am i gonna how am i gonna stand out how am i gonna be myself how am i gonna how am I going to pop, right? How am I going to be the one to get the job, which is something that we've been talking about, you know, with Zoom, right? And so we had 15 minutes to change from academics to ballet. And I used to run downstairs like a maniac and get into my tights and leotards as fast as I possibly can and get up into the studio so that I could have 13 minutes in the studio to basically, I figured out to balance. I... I figured out that, and for those of you that have studied with me, you know my condensed version, which is hip rib rote, which for those of you who don't know what that is, that's just kind of an alignment um, acronym, essentially, even though it's not an acronym, but, <clears throat> and, but it works. And that's when I figured it out. And I would, I would go get on one leg and I would balance in the position that we call retire, which for those of you who don't know dance, it's, you look like a, a flamingo, but the legs turned out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's a perfect <laughs> way to describe it. And I would, I would go up on the ball of my foot, which is, it's called releve in French. Releve means to rise. And so you rise up onto the ball of your foot. And so my friend Molly also used to, change her tights and leotards super quickly and she'd get up to the studio and she'd see me in, in a balance. And then, so then she'd do the balance next to me. So she'd be in the same position and I'd look at her and I'd look in the mirror and I'd, st I'd still be on the ball of my foot, like up, right. Mm -hmm. On balance. So I'd extend my leg to the front and then Molly would extend her leg to the front. I'd take my leg back to the turned out flamingo position and then I'd go to the side. And so we had this, <laughs> And we did this repeatedly. I mean, repeatedly. But what it did was um, we ended up building such a beautiful um, technique within our own bodies, right? And Molly and I met up at a, uh, a reunion, a National Ballet School reunion. I don't know, 50, 50, 50th reunion or the 35th. Or I think it was 35th that... And it wasn't our 35th. I'm not that old. It was, <laughs> was the 35th. <laughs> thanks, Something's Sam. He's not adding up here. Oh, thanks, Sam. I appreciate that. <laughs> thanks for the backup. Yeah. <laughs> it was the 35th anniversary of the school. There we go. But she and I got talking and, and I said, I tell my kids that story all the time. And she said, Judy, I do too. You just never know the bonds that you're going to make with somebody when you're younger in, you know, when you're, when you're, when you just think you're coming in to get your education and thriving to build a career and a life. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, and those types of healthy competitions with friends are some of the most like artistically 
motivating things too like if you can make a game out of it, it there's not so much pressure like we're under so much pressure to improve all the time and when you have a peer of yours who you know you're in a healthy competition with it uh can really push your technique forward i certainly have friends like that where you know it will be in the same studio we play the same instrument and it's like you know striving to one-up each other in a fun kind of way is really like can really change your life yeah it's absolutely true and you just you just never know the friendships that you're gonna develop throughout your whole career i i just was on the phone today having a i'm, I'm using air quotes right now a meeting um with the um the the person at u of m who is um essentially the head of marketing and publicity for university productions and we have this dance concert that we're producing and will eventually end up on youtube and so she and i were discussing that but we were on the phone like for like an hour and a half discussing so many different things and what's interesting is i said yeah sarah i got a bike and she's like yeah i i got a bike i i ordered a peloton i was like wait a minute but erica shannon her bike is mixed and she was like oh i almost ordered a mix and, but we were having this whole conversation about you know just trying to do whatever we can do to right now to feel okay and stay healthy and stay you know away and not get sick and um you know because i've told her that i mean i'm compromised and you know, I'm scared. I'm scared to go out. And, and I've, I've kind of become a bit of this hermit. And, and I said, Sarah, it's terrible. I'm pudgy, which takes me back to standing in the line getting weighed, right? It really did something to me. And she was like, Oh, Judy, I'm sure you're fine. I'm like, no, I'm a, yeah, I'm just a little, you know, just a little But But the other thing too, is that I'm finding, and this is also, um, something that a question that we need to answer from the same listener from Cheryl. I'm Cheryl. I'm going to call you Cheryl Iaquinto because that's what your name was when you were my student, but she's married now and has a different name. But um, Cheryl has brought forward a couple of good questions. And um, one was, she also loves the, the balancing story, but then she said, you know, can you talk about getting older and how your body like isn't quite reacting the way it used to and you know I, my dear friend holly who i also knew from the joffrey school time who now is one of my financial advisors see you just never know you never know the friendships you're gonna make and i she, or holly used to say to me so holly used to say to me Judy, you're so lucky. You just walk in the studio. You just walk in the studio and you just do class and you're fine. She's like, it takes me 45 minutes. I've got to warm up. I've got to loosen this up. I've got to, I've got to stretch this out. I've got to, and you just walk in and you just do it. She's like, it, it really, it makes me angry. Well, no more, my friends, I'm telling you. I am hurting. I have this thing in my, like below my shoulder blades. And, and this is what Cheryl, you know, wanted to, wanted me to talk about is, yeah, as, as we're getting older, you know, I, and, I, and I'm a little confused by it, to be honest with you, because of course I have no parents and I have no, well, that's not true. I have my Canadian parents, but I, 
nobody sort of guided me through like, and when you're 40, you're going to feel this. And then when you're 50, you know, you're going to feel this. And then, you know, <laughs> nobody's really told me these things. And so I'm kind of discovering them on my own, but of course thinking that, you know, I have stage four, whatever all the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, and especially too, with like dancers, you already have this kind of hyper awareness of your bodies anyway. And then to, then to just know, <laughs> to feel everything and, so true it's so true and um but i have to say you know let's reference back to erica shannon coming on on one of our episodes prior to this you know that bike is amazing because i i think i wish you could see it but it has it has this giant screen that has this arm that then you can turn the screen and then i have my mat and and you know i get intimidated by a 30 minute class right now is a little overwhelming for me, but they have like 10 minute stretch classes. And I think, well, I can do anything for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I felt so much better after that 10 minute stretch class. So, and I've also talked to a couple of other of my friends and that is that we're all moving less right now. We're all moving less than we normally do. And our bodies are reacting. And I think that's what's happening underneath my shoulder blades. My body is like, what is going on? Like, even if I don't demonstrate in a day, I'm, I'm pacing around the room. I'm running. I'm around the room. I'm, and I'm not doing that. You know, I'm, I'm, I may be going around my island in my kitchen a couple of times. <laughs> but so, you know, just to, to be kind enough to ourselves to do a 10 minute stretch class or, and, and, and that's also something, you know, in talking with students right now, you know, um, I'm, I'm close with my students. I'm, I'm the freshman advisor now at the university of Michigan in the dance department. And I'm on the phone with my students a lot as they are navigating through this whole semester, navigating through the workload, through Zoom, through, you know, positive cases here and there. And, you know, the thing I end up saying to them is you do something nice for yourself today. And the, the nice thing I've started to do for myself is pull out that mat, pull out that mat, turn on the bike and find a 10 minute stretch class and just do it because then my body, it feels better. My, my joints are more well-oiled. Um, and then I can be, be more effective in the room with the students if I'm feeling okay. Yeah. And I think, uh, for right now, no goal is too small. You know, I, you know, when we get the pandemic fatigue, if I can find, like you said, just one simple thing, I can't think of anything right. But if like, if I make one meal, it's like, that's going to be my goal for the day. That's very doable. And if, even if it's that small, it's like, at least you've accomplished, accomplished something because we're all so stagnant. And it's like, you just have to pick something like, you know, start from the ground up. Even if you think it's silly, just one small thing, just do it. And the next day yeah. do it twice. <laughs> yeah. I've been posting on Instagram, my, my cooking and, you know, my favorite breakfast right now is sauteed kale mushrooms and an egg, or I'll flip out the egg for, um, a beyond beef Italian breakfast sausage. 
I don't do them all the time because number one, they're expensive, but I, but I love them. And also then I'm not having an egg every single day. Right. But I, you're right, Sam. I always feel so proud of myself when I'm like, Oh, that was so yeah, healthy. That was I'll so great. I'll never forget once I was just, I was going through a really hard time in my undergrad and I was like called my dad and I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, I just can't, like, I, I don't want to do anything. I can't do anything. And he's like, all you can do like is, do the best that you can you know today have the best day that you possibly can and it's not going to be a good day it's not going to be a great day it's not even going to be mildly good but you have to do the the best that you're capable of yeah there's so much pressure for all of us to be doing great or to be thriving right now or to find a way to do something and to try and pretend it's normal yeah (laughs) right you know just do the best that you can like i've kind of thought of this time as just a little you know, hibernation period, you know, I'm not operating at full capacity, but I know that I have that potential in me just waiting until this is over, you know, just hold on to that piece saying like, I know that once this is over, I can do what I need to do. But right now I'm just hibernating. No, I agree with you. And, and I think too, you know, going back to forming friendships over hairpins coming out of the bun, you know, things like that from, your youth. And then, but then I, I've recognized that I have those friendships right now. And, you know, uh, something we could talk about more at length on another episode was my identity was stolen last week. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can talk about that more because that was a nightmare still is, but the people that have jumped in to help me, the, those people I have around me, man, I am so lucky. And that's just been, you know, cultivating friendships, you know, that I can call someone and go, all right, can you pull my credit report? Yep. Done. Nope. You're good. You know, or what, what do I do? And immediately I get a website sent to me with 10 different websites of forms I had to fill out. I hope it never happens to anybody that that's listening right now. Cause it's, it's not fun. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. But again, it's about friendships. And even when I ended up speaking with HR at Michigan, you know, at the end of the day, they, they were like, wow, you, you've got some really good people around you that have really helped you. I'm like, yeah, you're right. So I think maybe the moral of the story is as you're training, it's not just about you. It's about lifelong potential friendships that you could be building and how to build those friendships and continue to do that throughout your lifetime so that a, you can help others, but then B they can turn around and help you. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great place to end it. What do you think? Yeah. We're going to have some um, interesting people um, coming up on our next episodes. Um, Two former students of mine, um, Jarrell Waters, who lives in Flint, Michigan, who to me is honestly one of my my greatest uh, successes in terms of a, a teaching story. Um, what he's done with his career and how he's navigated things. I'm so proud of him and how he and I morphed through our teacher-student relationship to now peer relationship. 
And another that will be coming up will be um, Robert Hartwell, who is the founder of the Broadway Collective. And what he's doing, I think, is incredible for high school kids to be able to get into college musical theater programs. He literally figured out a space where there was a need for coaching, for training, and he's run with it. So we're going to have some pretty exciting people coming up. Yeah, a lot of exciting stuff happening. So be sure to keep tuning in, keep uh, subscribing, telling your friends, giving us ratings on iTunes and following you on Instagram to get all all the updates. And ask questions. We want your questions. Mm-hmm. Yes, like, please. You know, Cheryl brought forward two questions that we covered this episode. So we really welcome that. We want this to be a community effort. Absolutely. Well, I think that uh, wraps it up for us tonight, everybody. Uh, Tune in next week for more exciting stories. Bye. Bye.